Hey friends, welcome to the Life with Chris and Tatum podcast, where each week we'll talk about practical and relevant topics to help you live a life of freedom and purpose. Thanks for joining us today. For more information, please visit lifefellowship.tv. And now let's tune in with Chris and Tatum. Well, hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Life with Chris and Tatum. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening this week. Chris and I are the pastors at Life Fellowship Church here in McKinney, Texas. And we just want to give a shout out to everybody who's joining us. Uh, We love this growing community that uh, we have here on the podcast. And so thanks so much for sharing this with your friends and your family. It's so cool for us when we uh, get to hear from you. We see posts that you make or feedback just... um, sharing this. So thanks a lot for tuning in. Yeah, we are so thankful for uh, all that God is is doing here. Uh, We really believe that our best days are are yet ahead of us. I got this um, text here uh, from, actually from one of our staff members that somebody that was watching services, just listen to this. It says, uh, Pastor Chris, my husband, who's 58 years old, is a lifelong Catholic. He's gone through so much pain of being disappointed in the Pope and the church and finding a church uh, finding a church to call home. He said, Catholics really don't read the Bible much, and it's been like pulling teeth to get him to study with me or, or without me. He's a godly man since we met in college, and we've been married 37 years, and it's taken me a very long time to get him to a church like Life Fellowship. Hmm. He came to the Saturday night church service. No kidding. And he lifted his arms and hands to the Lord for the first time. Wow. He said, I'm so, she said, I'm so grateful that you asked people to try it and that you explained that God wants us to raise up our hands to him. Because I, I was telling people, why do we lift our hands? Yeah. I was teaching that on, sat- on Saturday after the worship. I can see him doing it in, our, in, uh, in a photo that I saw online. I'm Aww. so excited. She said, heck, I'm excited for myself. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And uh, she's like, thank you so much for doing uh, the beautiful Saturday evening services. And then she How goes cool on and on. How cool is that? How cool is that? What God's doing. doing in people's yeah. lives. Hey, today is going to be a beautiful day. And I am so excited because today, once again, we have uh, my really, really good friend, Eric Marsh, with us. And we're going to talk today about leadership and I've asked him to to talk to us about how do you live a life that you are distinguished? How do you live a life of accomplishment as a leader? Because God's not called you just to blend in with everybody else on on this planet and, and earth. He's called you to stand out as a believer. And I think that there are some secrets and keys that if you'll listen today, maybe there's one or two things that you can apply to your life and, and begin to step out. And so, Eric, it's so good to have you with Thanks us here again. It's great to be with you guys. It was um, it was a lot of fun last week when we did uh, we did the previous one, and that was um, if you had the opportunity to go back and, and take a look, uh, listen to it. It's a uh, it's on leadership, and I yeah. think it's. Um, uh, it's worth worth some of the fundamentals of leadership. I've had a number of people that have talked to me already about how impactful that that last week was, and you need to, yeah, you need to go and if you haven't listened to it last week, go back, watch it, and listen. I mean, listen to it. And let me give you a secret on listening to podcasts: listen to it at one and a half times speed. Yeah, I'll sound like we a chipmunk, that. but that's okay. You can digest <laughs> it even quicker. You can take a twenty or thirty minute podcast in twelve minutes, and it's done. So cool. Speed it up if you need so to. So today, Eric, take us on this journey. 
Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's really one of those those items as as you work in the business place, um, you you start to think about things that are way beyond just what you're doing there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Laura and I had the opportunity to you know create a, a company and and we had some great um, sponsors that came along with us, but it was it was it was a, a great accomplishment, but. God was always in it, in everything that we did, because we honored Him. Yeah. And and I'll, I'll get into the, the actual life of accomplishment type items that I think are really important in just a second here. But just just to tell you that, to a date, to you know, to, to show you what God can do is is we bought a we bought a big natural gas asset in North Louisiana. On a, How on many a, acres? When you say big, it, it was probably about um, two hundred and fifty thousand acres. That's pretty so, big. <laughs> so yeah, and 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 so so literally, we buy it on a certain date, seven years to this exact date, we sell it, and as you all know. The seven in God's world is the yeah. date of of fulfillment. Yeah, and so it, it wasn't. A day before or a day after, yeah. seven Un- years to, the, to day. the day, unbelievable that we we bought the asset, we sold the asset, and 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 did very well. And, um, how, and I, I just don't understand how people can say, "Oh, you know, God doesn't even exist, or He's really not actively involved in our lives." Seven years to the day. Yep, and so, seven so, is the number of completion. That's right, fulfillment. Unbelievable. That's right. Glory to God. Yeah, <laughs> all the glory goes yeah. to him on, on that. But um, a couple items just right up, right up front. Um, living a life of accomplishment, I, I, want, I want to throw out like three, three or four ideas to you guys. Because number one, I think we as people have to learn to love. Uh, okay? Yeah. Um, as a baby, you're born, you do not know how to love. You have to learn that trait. Mm-hmm. Okay? And... The Lord calls us to love God, mm-hmm. love Jesus Christ, love the Holy Spirit, love others as yourself, and yeah. then love yourself. Yeah. So what part of all of that do we not get when when I when I'm asked, you know, how do you live a life of really, you know, being able to be uh, you know, to accomplish things? Well, it starts with love. Yeah. And you know, when when they ask Jesus, what's what's the What's the greatest commandment of all? Mm-hmm. Well, it's it's about love, yeah. right? Love God yeah. and 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 then love love mankind. So to me, it's about in the business world taking the first principle and applying it to your people. Mm-hmm. You have employees mm-hmm. and you have shareholders, probably if you're a public company, and we're called to love them. Mm-hmm. And it it it's, it doesn't say well you should just like them, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Or and it, and it doesn't say you should you should like them only when they're in the workplace. No, you should love them. And so for me, I had to learn to love my employees and understand where they were mm-hmm. in their walk uh, along 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 the way as well. So th- that doesn't come natural to you, does it? It does. I don't think it comes natural to every to, to, to anybody. anybody. I don't think right? so either. Yeah. It, it's the hardest thing I've learned in my in my years on on this planet is 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 to learn to love. And and I work on it every day and I'm I'm mm-hmm. I'm not there yet. And it's being intentional. It's like recognizing I may not have, love isn't the feeling, right? It's the choice you're making to be like Christ. Yep. And I'm going to love those who persecute me. I'm going to love my enemies, like he says. Like, man, nobody. And wants it's even to do the first that. thing that you put on the list here. Wow. Yeah. To, to love. Yeah. You know, then Paul the Apostle said that if I have, 
If I have faith is to move mountains and I don't have love, I'm nothing. If I can, you yeah. know, if I, I can speak in the tongues of men and of angels and I have not love, it's just like symbols crashing. Yep. So what if you can grow a company and build a ministry or you know, find kids, you know, raise kids or that are superstars and they could do all this. But if they never feel the love, that they don't even know that you really genuinely love and care, we failed. I mean, you're not living a life of significance, of, of accomplishment, and you're not distinguished. Love is really what we separates us as Christians. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Didn't Jesus say that this, yep. this, by this shall all men know that you're my disciples? That you That's love right. one another, yeah. That you love one another. Do you, did you see a lot of that in the business world of, of CEOs and uh, of, of other companies, people really loving their, their teams? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you know, there's always, you know, a, a variety of things, but, you know, there's a number of CEOs that I actually had looked up to that were very strong Christian men and, awesome. and often would, would say things, you know, you know, I love my team, I love my staff. Mm-hmm. And, they, and they didn't say, you know, I like him. You know, I, I love them. And so, you know, to me, I think learning to love the people mm-hmm. around you. So can I ask important. you a question that it 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 takes a little bit of a rabbit trail here for just one second. I just thought of this. I'm really intrigued. How did you, as a uh, a man of God, a, a believer, Christ follower, uh, as the leader of your, your company, CEO, how did you um, share your faith with others without pushing it on them? Yeah. What what were some of the things that you did? You know, I think one of the most important questions a leader um, says to his his or her direct reports is, "How can I help? How can I provide you with resources? Mm-hmm. How can I um, do? Do you have do you have enough people? Do you have enough resources to get your job done well? And then the second part of that is is to is to actually express interest in what people do. Mm-hmm. And then, and then, then take the opportunity to 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 love them by complimenting them by saying, "Man, you're doing a good job. This is really cool. Mm-hmm. This is I really like this, and 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 you're doing you're doing a wonderful job here." The other thing is when things got hard, you know what? I would I would simply say, you know, I'm going to pray about that. We're going to I'm going to pray about that. And 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 let's see see what we can get done. The others, the others. What did your team say to you when you said that? They all knew it. Okay, they all knew it. And and the other one too is 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 often you know families have problems. You mm-hmm. know, uh, kids get sick or they get hurt or something like that. And and always, I would always say, I'm going to pray for your son or I'm yes. going to pray for your. Yeah. And and people people saw me lead as a Christian. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. Uh, <clears throat> Get it down to a human level, to the personal yep, level. Yep. That you know, I, I, it's more than just the job you do. Yep. It's it's, it's who you it's like are. A, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna Which love comes you. Back to the love yeah. by recognizing you're hurting right now. You're in need right yep. now. You don't have what you need right now. How can I resource you? How can I help? How can I? This is huge. We we were just with uh, John Maxwell, uh, one of the leaders in in uh, lead, the leadership movement and everything. One of the things he said is this, that 54% of people in your community will never come to your church. Yeah, They'll he was never talking to pastors. The, They're yeah, not going to come to your They'll church. They'll never walk through the doors of, of your church. He said, if I told that to the business world, they would be having strategy meetings and everything. How in the world are we going to go make those 54% a part of our clients? And uh, so what he said is that wh- one of the things that he does is he ministers, 96% of the people he ministers to are business leaders that are not believers. 
So he said, God's called me to go reach into the 54% that will never come to your church. And what's so amazing, and maybe you are in in a company, maybe you're uh, an employee somewhere, maybe you're in school. Uh, and you know what, what Eric was just saying here, take these moments right there. I think the greatest ministry doesn't happen on Sundays in our church. It happens on Monday mornings exactly. in the marketplace. In the real yep. like, like world. Like you're the real, the you're the only Jesus that they'll ever see. And when they see you operate in love, and that's what's going to turn their heart. They, they, yeah. It's it's the seeds of God's word being sown into them. Yeah, now yeah, it's true, very true. And we yeah. dismiss it sometimes, like it's not that big a deal. Or what it's ma- you're the only yeah. Jesus. They're not coming to a church. Yeah, I think one of the um, one of the things that you just mentioned that all of us can do um, in a in a setting where you know you're not surrounded by believers in the workforce, or for you who are in college or in high school. You know, is telling somebody like, I'm going to pray for you. Like, I'm going to pray for your situation. You hear their struggle. You hear their pain. You I've see their I've never heard facing. somebody tell me, you know what? I don't want you to pray for me. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody's ever told me that. Yeah, that's right. They've right? all said, thank you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So what a sweet way to introduce them to Jesus and to even just to who God is to you by taking a minute to say, I'm going to pray for you. Doesn't right matter now. who you are. All of us can do that. Yeah. That's good. So the second one that I think is really important about is, is really understanding this question. Why am I here? Mm. And I know, Tatum, I, I thought I heard you talking earlier on this, but here's the thing is, is God thought, so Psalm 139, he thought so much about you mm. that he, one, one Bible version says, he knit me in my mother's womb. Mm-hmm. I think about a woman knitting something. Mm-hmm. I watched Laura knit. Mm-hmm. Um, I think about every line can be a different stitch. It can be a different color. It can be a different thing. God knit you. He created you at the beginning of time Mm -hmm. for this purpose. Yes. To be here right now. Yeah. The greatest question we have to answer is, what is my God purpose? What is my God's purpose? Yes, that is. And so to me, I, I prayed for years to better understand his purpose for my life. Mm -hmm. Why am I here now? What am I to do? He anointed me with certain traits, certain gifts, as we'd say in the the Bible. He anointed me with these things. And how was I to use that to to advance the kingdom of God? His, his, um, His idea for each one of us is not a small idea. It's a big yeah, idea. Yeah, yeah. He's a big guy. We talk about that for a second. It's a big idea that he has for us. That's right. Yeah. You, you, you know, we we underestimate what our God is. I mean, think about this for a minute. He created the ocean, and the ocean every day goes back and forth. It has a tide. It's it's done with just precision, like you can't believe. Yeah. The sun sets at a certain time, rises at another certain time. Everything about his yeah. his his world that he created is yeah. is is. Perfect. Is intentional. Is on purpose. It, it's on purpose. Yep. It's it's. Think about what he said to Noah: how to build the ark, Solomon on, on the temple, yes. all of those items. He did the same thing for you. That's so true. And you know what? I have a big purpose. What is yes. that big purpose? Yep. And we have to find those things out in life because for me, one of my greatest fears was to get to the end of my life mm-hmm. and say, I didn't fulfill mm-hmm. what God. Wanted me to yeah. do. Yeah, I missed it. Wow. I missed it. That's right. I, I could have done something that would have really made a difference. Yeah. And 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 all of us have different different giftings, but 
God gives you those giftings for a reason, yes. and we're to use them yes. for the kingdom of God. So, I think. Okay, go ahead. I think now. one of the biggest things that this is that so good. I is, want. There's so much I want to say. This that, is really good. That we as humans get caught up in is thinking like, uh, either not knowing your purpose, right? Feeling like. You know, I just go to school. Mm-hmm. I just do this, whatever. Just qualifying yourself from from the mm-hmm. the God given um, destiny, the plan that He has. Thinking that you're just accidentally here, you're just accidentally there, um, and, and I feel like there's a. There, it can be easy to just dismiss your your day to day task and not think. What has God really called me to do? It can be easy to believe that it's not uh, that that you're just accidentally here, but you're not. I love coming back to what Eric's saying is it's not by accident. Sometimes your gifting seems so natural to you, seems so like, oh, I'm everybody can just do that, but they can't just do that. And you, you kind of hide underneath. It's just a it's just who I am. But really, that's what God, how He made you, how He designed you. You think that way, you were knit together that way because it's attached to your purpose. Do you know what I'm saying? I'm yeah, not taking yeah. a long no, way to get there, but no, I'm just it. trying to say, you may see this is just me. This is in, in downplay the gift of God on your life, but that's really what He actually gave you to use. It's the key to unlocking your the reason you're here. Okay, and and, and then let me piggyback on this because this is just like sparking all this stuff. And then don't compare your purpose with somebody else's purpose. Yes. Because you start thinking, oh, man, I can't do anything. Look at what they're doing. Don't do it. Don't. Comparison, it will destroy you. It is a trap. Listen, as you are faithful with a little, God will give you more. There's more inside of you than you even realize. And that's why I think, listen, God cannot help people that live with a scarcity mentality. You've got to ask God to take that out of you, the the children of Israel, they came up to the promised land. They had this scarcity mentality. Yeah. yeah. God said, "You're not going into the promised land because our God is a God of abundance. He has more for you. There is more yes. passion, more gifts, more dreams, more potential. Yeah. Step out, everybody, and you'll never know until you do. This is, I mean, purpose. Okay, you got you got me fired up because I love talking about purpose because so many people they disqualify themselves yeah. thinking. They believe the lie that I can't I'm just do yeah that I can't do it I don't matter I don't have the goods but you have the, you have the goods because you have Jesus you have the Lord like That's right. but whatever you, goods you have do it and can I just quickly say this I'm thinking about talents and how you know the Lord talks about how he gave he gives the illustration he gave so many talents to so many people and don't bury your treasure right don't the scarcity mentality mm-hmm. that you just don't bury you don't know how many talents you have but you're only going to be asked accountable for the talent you do have. So don't compare to somebody who may, you may think, oh, I just have one talent. They have five or they have 10. Who cares? Are you doing what you can do the best you can with your one talent? That's right. that's and, what we owe, like, that's what God's going to ask us. And, and Tatum, and what he said to the guy that just buried his talent in the ground, okay, that yeah. that haunts me a bit, yeah, right? That's a, mm-hmm. you, he gave you a really special talent. He, he gave each one of us that special talent. How are we to use it? And let's yes, use it. Let's use it. Don't it says that he was furious at, with the oh, guy. Oh, he was. He was furious. Yeah, yeah it's, 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 that it's, scares me too. It, it, it scares yeah. me. Yeah. And um, and so so that one um, I think is really important that every one of us have unique talents. God created us yes. so uniquely. Yeah. He he just it's so cool. Just like just like all the the different things we see in the world, all the different plants and all the birds and all the things yes. he created. You yes. just. 
just as unique as yeah. can be. And and what are you here for? Yes. So I think that's an important question. Third one, I, I think about about you know our life of of trying to create the accomplishments for the kingdom of God that we we have been able to is really. I wished I had a had known the Bible more earlier in my mm-hmm. life. Mm-hmm. So when you guys talk about about the 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 the, the junior high age, high school age programs, learning about the Word of God is so critical because of this. The Bible, after having studied it for the last, you know, 30 odd years now, it talks about every single aspect of your life here on Mm -hmm. planet Earth, Mm -hmm. every aspect. It talks about how you are to live your life. It talks about the way you are to treat your spouse. Mm -hmm. I mean, us guys, Pastor Chris, you said a couple Sundays ago, um, you know, we're, we are to treat our wives, our brides, as as Christ treated the church. Mm-hmm. My goodness, he died for the church. Man, that's a tall order. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he taught us how to lead our families. He taught us how to steward our money, yeah. his money, yeah. right? There's words in there about how to honor him with our lives. Yes. And, and so when I look through it in its entirety, I see all these different aspects of how it applies to, to everything I do. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like an owner's, owner's manual for life here on planet Earth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and how, how if we could know it earlier, yes. we can do a better job of living yeah. our lives here. Yeah. So back to the previous one about purpose, part of it also is knowing how. Is knowing how to be here, yeah. and what he what he's given us the, the opportunity to to walk according to his will. Yes, and and I truly believe as we walk in his will, mm-hmm. the blessings flow. Mm-hmm. And I believe that a lot of the the many blessings that Laura and I have been a part of mm-hmm. has been because we've been obedient yeah. with 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 yeah. the Word of God. Exactly, that's the key. And how can we be obedient and and know his will if we don't know his word? That's right. If we don't know his word. And so I think the power in you challenging young people to dive into God's word. I mean, there's so many ways right now, whether it's through Bible apps or audio books, like podcasts, ways that you can grow that are outside of, you know, 30 years ago when you just had to go to the library and, rent, you know, check out a book. Like, study God's word, learn, get hungry. Like, and if you're not hungry, ask the Lord, like, give me a desire to desire your word because it's going to lay out the footprints for the rest of my future. You can't learn early enough. Um, really, the building block that God's word and His truth is going to create for your future. It's beautiful. The Bible will keep me from sin, or the sin will keep me from God's word. Mm. Mm, that's good. So we just need to we need to keep ourselves in God's word all the time. Yep, that's good. Really good. Everybody, if you haven't yet. Spend time with the Lord today. You know, make that a priority of your life because He wants to speak to you, and His yeah. Word will lead you and love, guide you. I, I, go ahead. I was just going to say, I love what what you say um, many times before, Chris. Is if you if you can't hear God's voice, you, you're asking, I don't know what God wants me to do. You, I don't know His will. Like, open your Bible right. and like read it if, out loud because you're you going to hear God's voice. If you can't hear God, read, read God. God. Yeah. The, the best really? place you can start and just want to piggyback on what you're saying, Chris, is 
don't forsake, like, don't not read your Bible every day. You, It's our daily bread. You eat food every day. <laughs> you need to spiritually feed your spirit every day. We have to. We cannot make it without it. And I believe the Lord has a word for you every day. Like, Agree. Amen. He does. Amen. He's good. Taste and see. He's good. But you got to first taste. Yes. And if you do, ooh, it's like my... My grandma, she would make the most delicious desserts. <laughs> she was Norwegian. She was a bigger lady, and she had on her on her fridge. She was a bigger lady. She was Norwegian, and it, she had a little uh, magnet and said, "Never trust a skinny cook." <laughs> <laughs> she was a good cook, and she was really good. She would make this stuff. It was Norwegian. I'm sorry, we're talking about accomplishments, and I'm talking about you're thinking about food. You're but hungry, it, but it's Norwegian. It's a. It's called lefse. I tasted your grandma's And so it's pasta. like this potato, whatever. It's like real flat. almost looks like a tortilla. Yep. It's different. It's better. It's Norwegian. It's my people. And uh, you put some butter on there and some cinnamon and sugar. Roll it up. Put it in the microwave. Oh, it's so good. to make you want to slap your mama. All right, Eric, give us the next one here. Well, a couple couple items, and I know we're running out of time, and I'll, I'll be be brief on these. So I'm talking um, about food and dinner. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's giving yeah, the good stuff. Focus. Yeah, I think food's good too. Okay. Um, <laughs> you know, you know, one of the things I found is, I, I, and this is this is a personal thing for me, and I think it, I want to give it to everybody else, and that is compliment more. Mm. Um, I um I one time did a um uh, had eight or nine direct reports, and we all did a did a uh, an exercise where they, the the question was I wish Eric would do and then you fill in the blank. Okay. And then they put it in a hat and then and then you would anonymously you know, anonymously read it. Okay. Well guess what? Out of like eight or nine people, let's just say it's eight. Eight said the same thing. Eight. Okay. And they said, I wish Eric would compliment me okay. more. Okay. Wow. And it That's took me exercise. back. Yeah. So, so you didn't have to guess who <laughs> said what. All right, I know what every single one of you are thinking. Well, wow. I, I, were I they knew, shocked? I knew darn well, you know, who, what my problem was. But uh, anyway, so so the point the point I wanted to make is I, I got to thinking about it, and all of a sudden it just it just hit me like a you know like a ball on the head because you know what I so often I would look at things and things were good, mm-hmm. and I would immediately think about well. Okay, that's good, but we could do. How can we do, do this? Better? Could we do this better? Yeah. And and there's something to be said for quality improvement, and yeah. I really believe that. Yeah. But on the other side of the coin, back to when we were talking about celebrating the the the, mm-hmm. the accomplishments, I think it's really really important mm-hmm. that we compliment people and compliment them often. Yeah. So then, what I would do is I would literally write down first thing in the morning every day. I would write down the compliments I was going to give somebody. Wow. And and I would make it intentional that yeah. I'm going to compliment you on the shirt you're wearing today or mm-hmm. whatever it is. Yeah. But you're gonna you're gonna say something nice. Yeah. You're gonna say Making something kind. Yeah. And um, I want to do that. And so that's helped me wow. a lot. Yeah. I'm still not perfect at it. I, I think often I could say more, but but I think that's important. Last thing. Wait a second. Wait, wait, wait. That's huge. It's key. Yeah. It's huge because. Your kids, think about it. Your kids, they are being put down by all their friends, oftentimes their peers, uh, a lot of employees. Uh, if, if you have people that are working for you or with you, maybe yeah. they're, they may not be being complimented in, in, in their at yeah. home or whatever. And 
it's time that we build people up. I, I remember when you were sharing that principle with me, oh, I think it was about a year and a half ago. I remember how it so inspired me to be very intentional and yeah. uncomplimenting words, people. Yeah. And you watch people's face yeah. light up. Well, life and death is in the power of the tongue, right? Absolutely. So when you compliment someone, you're literally speaking life into them um, and va- valuing them just like mm-hmm. Christ does for us. Remember like, that we were walking down the street just the other day and there was uh, this couple, they were all eating. There was a little family together just yeah. the other day. And I'm just like, you guys just, I just want you to know, you guys look they were super dressed up. They were oh, looking. You guys look, they were looking. Really really good, was huh? like, you yeah. guys look sharp, and the whole group was like, "Thank you." you they know, just they just beam. They just beam because your words matter. Oh, words absolutely. matter. And yeah. as a leader, man, hearing it from the top guy, from the you know what I mean when you're in an organization, or you know what, mom and dad, when your kids are looking hey, to you when they compliment hear it. your your life group leader. Yeah. Com- compliment your um compliment your wife, guys. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. Every day. Every multiple day. Multiple times. Speak to that, Eric. I know. Come on. Multiple times. Okay. Absolutely. You need to. Uh, everybody needs to hear. Yeah. Uh, and it's not just when they accomplish something, too. Yeah. It, it could just be something that so often we'll, we, we have a, uh, something in our mind that we see, mm-hmm. and then we just don't say anything yeah. about it, you know? Yeah. Um, I like I like the way your hair looks today, and, and yeah. you know I can't be creepy about it or anything. Mm-hmm. But but you know you know I think it's important that you compliment people on mm-hmm. on their efforts. Mm-hmm. Um, think about this. How about the guys that are there every day, always there early, stays late? Just I really really appreciate your faithfulness. You have really you yeah. really are doing a great job for us, and just. Just things like that. Just make an intentional note mm-hmm. on what people have we done can, well yeah. and, and commend awesome. them. I think we can all we can all do that. that better. Yeah. Last one. All right. Last, last one. one. Okay. And it's funny because you you had said this, but be generous and kind. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what? We serve Jehovah Jireh. Mm. He is the and it, and that means the Lord will provide. Yes. He will provide for mm-hmm. us. Be generous. Mm-hmm. Bless more than you're blessed. Constantly think of ways to bless other people, um, other other organizations, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Society needs more people who want to bless them. Yes. And, and, and it's not about any kind of logic on why. Mm-hmm. It's really about that. I believe that I serve a big God mm-hmm. who's going who's gonna to provide for me yep. all the days that I'm here. Yep. And I need to do something with his resource, what he's given me. Yeah. I need to I need to be able to bless those to be and be a blessing to them. Mm-hmm. And um, and so to me, um, just the whole concept of Jehovah Jireh, um, is, it sits it sits there. Um, he's always been there for me. Yes. You know, we're most like God when we give. Yeah, because he's the ultimate giver. Yeah, and people will never you'll never be remembered for being a taker. Yeah. That you will be remembered for being a giver, giver. for being generous. You know, something um, recently that I heard is- Not just on earth, but in heaven. In heaven. In in every relationship, in every relationship that you have, you're you're either the giver or the taker. Do you know what I mean? We have the option to make that choice. That's right. Do we deposit into someone's life? Are we making deposits by giving encouragement or monetarily or, you know, positive? or, um, or, Or are we constantly- Taking, taking, <laughs> taking, taking from them um, by way of complaints or you know um, mm-hmm. devaluing or just not being appreciative. Not you know we have that 
opportunity in every relationship that we have. And that's why, you know, for us, I mean, all of us seated around this table, for us, honoring God with the tithe is a, a non-negotiable in our lives. Absolutely, absolutely. And it's not, it's not only the tithe, but the Bible's really clear about the, about the offerings. We yeah. are to make offerings as well, and the yeah. offerings such as a first fruit offering. Mm-hmm. Every time we would get a bonus, every time I would get a bonus, I would, I would make a first fruits offering beyond the tithe. Yeah, and the reason was was you know it, in the in the in the old days they would make that offering unto the Lord at the beginning of the planting of the thing with full expectations that when the harvest came mm-hmm. that so they before were the be, harvest ever came th- that they the would plant? have multiples yeah. of that. Yeah, that's what we did at the beginning of the year. We would we would make that 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 offering unto the Lord in expectation that the Lord would help yes. us get through that next year. And that and that that was that time when we would do that, and he would his faithfulness would show in in those in those in those results. So Laura and I just um, have have loved to do that. It's, it's it's something that we think a lot about. Um, you know, it's something that we are honored to do. And I think people I think people when they really see what what you know God really can do mm-hmm. with 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 what you have, yep. he can do more. With the ten percent that you yep. give him, and you can do with the ninety percent that yes, you keep, man. and and so he will do an amazing mm-hmm. accomplishment for you. And just just sit back and watch, and and you got to do the work, but you, at the same time, wait and see, because yeah. God God is going to bless you if you if you are obedient, if you ab- uh, you know um, you know ab- abide by His word. So, Amen. Such a great testimony. Wow. Today was amazing. Eric, I mean, this, this was so rich. And I'm just telling you, hey, if you know somebody that needs to listen to this podcast today, do, do, do your friend a favor and uh, share it with them. You can click that little share button there and yeah. spread the word. Send them the link. And I'm telling you, the, we, we want to continually add value to you as, as, um, as a listener. We want to make sure that every time that you listen, you are being um, inspired. And so don't just take what we talk about, but put action to it. Execute. Charge ahead, everybody, because God's with you. God's with you. Eric, it has been such an honor to have you with us here today. Well, thank you. Thank you. It's been fun. Thank you. Yeah. And we have to do it again. Oh, we will. Okay. We will. We got to do it again. We, we, we should probably bring Laura in too, because she, yeah. she has just an incredible amount of wisdom. Um, so we'll have to talk about marriages. Sure. That would be really good. good. And maybe we leave, and, and the ladies will actually <laughs> teach Tatum everyone. And Laura talk about okay. about marriages. <laughs> nah, she's a, she's a, a wise, wise woman, and um, she will. Uh, that would be one day. Be you guys got to get your notebooks and write it all down. Hey, everybody, we love you. We hope you all have a great day. Thanks for listening. All Bye-bye. right. God bless. Bye bye.